0: listening to You Would Think, the Philadelphia Flyers podcast. I'm your host, Kyle Collinson, and joining me as always, Kevin Durso. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm doing well. How are you?
0: I'm doing okay. You know, we're sitting here. (laughs) Basically, the first thing I said to you when we jumped on the call this morning was, do you think we'd be talking about three wins today? And I'll start the show the same way because, man, it has been an Uh, interesting week. It has been. And
1: maybe the best part of this week has been that You know, we've done two episodes in a row where we've had to focus on, as we said, uncomfortable topics. Yep. This week was strictly hockey. You know, and I'm not saying that that means that you put everything that happened aside. I mean, it started that it's not that it started that way because Monday was the press conference with the hockey kind of thing. And really, it didn't offer much in form of answers. So there wasn't exactly like there's just there's no real reason to talk about it. All it did. All we really got was confirmation from the police department of charges. That's it. Absolutely. And and so you kind of left yourself sitting there kind of scratching your head over it. And, and at the same time, it's like, OK, listen, now it's a due process that the only other piece of information that we got was there was like a hearing of some kind or, or they made right. like their preliminary appearance in court or their lawyers did. And the next date that came out was April 30th, which is two almost two weeks after the regular season ends in the NHL. So it yep. kind of almost puts a bow on the last two weeks of that topic and allowed us to kind of from a flyer's perspective, go listen. Everything else about this is kind of just status quo for now. He's not around. This yep. locker stall is gone. They've edited him out of every pregame video that there is and all stuff like that. So like,
0: yeah, I, me I, I, where... I assume he will be. He is in the process of being erased from Flyers history as best as possible. Well, right, and like...
1: At least tied to the current team while they move forward. Like they're not oh, yeah. they're not out oh, there branding sure. that and and what that's supposed to do is allow you to focus on the team coming back from the break and, and the games ahead and the push and things like that. And I think we started, well, I almost not though, because the first period was exactly what I worried about. It was exactly what I was worried about because, because I think what I had hinted at was I'm not necessarily surprised about their first period in Florida. What I hinted at though was, is that, either Florida is going to be the same way and it's going to be this big feeling out process and it's going to kind of look ugly in the first period for both sides or they're just going to come out firing away.
0: No, so and what they, ha- what what happened is Sam Harrison asked for some early action in that game so he could get <laughs> back into the swing of things. So they just kind of let the Panthers get a couple of early chances, some early shots, some some early really dangerous opportunities, but it's okay. It was all a test. It's all for they, well, it's certainly
1: a good old confidence booster for sure. I mean, like the, when, when you well. think about well, well, when you think about how it, how the break, the pre break ended for Harrison too, like all the action facing all these top players. And, and it's, and I, and I say that like the facing these top players thing, right. I'm not trying to ignore the fact that Florida has got a good roster and sure. we were going to face, you were facing a, a legitimate top goal scorer in the league this year. You were facing another, you know, at least two other players that, you know, have, Immense skill. I'm thinking of Kachuk and Barkov at that point, on top of what right. Reinhart brings, Carter Verhage, who scored the power play goal in the first period. And like that was kind of like like that moment when they finally do score, because you're sitting there going, like as long as it's still scoreless, this is okay. I mean, it you wish matter, they would pick right? it up, but as long as it scores, and then they score, and you're going. Okay, now it's halfway Ugh. through the first period, and it's like, now you're going to see how they, again, it's about how they respond. And now it's time to be concerned. And, and, and it was more of the same, too. They hadn't scored first, I think, in any of the games that they had lost on the five-game losing streak. Right. It's You know, it's, here comes Colorado, here comes Tampa, here comes Boston. Like, that, that was the way it was the entire time. And you really, like. Look, we will. N- we don't know. We're not even even in my position. We're not privy to the words that are used in the room in between periods. Of course. Right. As, you know, and I wasn't there anyway. This was on. This was the one game this week that was on the road. Um,
0: oh, but I imagine John Tortorella. But something got the was boys definitely
1: go. said. Yeah, <laughs> because because that was a totally different team in the second and third period than it was in the first period.
0: They needed and, a little wake up. They needed sure, the wake up call.
1: Sure, and and I think it's a remind. You know, it's 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 just a reminder of. Again, like now that you're into, especially now that you're into February. Like this is what John Tortorella said about January too. That it was like, okay, now we start finding out who you are. Like this is where we find out what kind of team, team this is, and everything like that. And yeah, boy did they ever, because you know, and that's the thing. Like like when you think about Tortorella post game from this game. And the, like they, they finished up the second. They weren't even leading the game, but they finished up the second period. And and his response is, you know, basically, and I'm cleaning it up, obviously. But of are course. you kidding? Are you kidding me? Like, do you see what happens when we play this way and play with that identity? And then have have, have everything clicking like they're as good as anybody in the
0: league. And, oh, and this team believes in John Tortorella big time.
1: Sure. And it says a lot when you play you know you've already swept the season series against Vancouver and you know okay sure playing you know Boston's number 2 in the league and we saw what happened against Boston and i like sure. that was the perfect storm for to an extent for Boston that they weren't going to you know that to an it's funny though they got a little bit of the flyers best and then as soon as something happened negatively it snowballed and it yeah. and that hasn't happened a lot this year obviously but still And then, and then you're thinking about, you know, the way that they've been able, you know, even though they lost heavily to Nathan McKinnon the second time around, they've, they've been competitive. Like they were competitive in that game against Colorado after beating Colorado, we're going to get to the next team on this week's schedule that they won again against, you know, like
0: it's like, it's. Even other good teams that they've beaten, you know, they've beaten Dallas this year. They've beaten Vegas, uh, right? They've beaten Vegas this year. Well, that's what I'm saying. So now you're adding good teams, right? You're now adding you shut out Winnipeg in Winnipeg on the second half of a back to back when they were the one of the the hottest team in hockey. Right. And you
1: and you've added Florida to the list And Florida, by the way, you know, considering how like like I want to go back to or not go back to but. Let's let's fast forward on the schedule for one second from from Tuesday when they returned, and this has nothing to do with the Flyers. But do you know what Florida did for the rest of the week? Okay, no, four I don't. Two, four two win against Washington, which okay, Washington's kind of in that messy middle. They're, that they're that coming is, right? around
0: a little bit. They're starting to put it together. Um, keep an eye on Washington over the next couple. Washington of weeks. Is, is, the
1: problem together. with Washington to me is they're very hit or miss. Like, yep, I know where you're going because they played Boston really well on Saturday. Well, and, and, and like. And but but I go to the and same Obi thing. Like,
0: and Obi's got three goals in five games.
1: Well, I I that's probably because that's that's the key to the whole thing.
0: Yep. If he's going, then he's going to have to shoulder this and, thing. And when he warms up, he tends to warm up in big fat bunches.
1: But they're never going to make it to where they want to get to, considering where they are in the standings. If you have, um, you know, hey, we played, you know, Washington plays Florida, four two loss. Oh, then plays Boston, three nothing win. Like they can't go that back and forth that much at this stage of the season and expect to get anywhere in the standings. They right. have to, they have to go on a run Sure. and I'm looking at, but I'm looking at Florida and it's okay. So you beat a team like Washington, who's kind of in the middle, like we said, four, two, and then Saturday it's four nothing against Colorado.
0: Yep. They're a good uh, team. Yeah, but
1: how'd your week start though? Two, one loss to the flyers. Like yes, sir. this team just continues to pull out these games. And that was kind of like, to me winning a game like that and, and we had kind of talked about it because you did you asked me last, oh i think you've asked me really the last two weeks but especially last week you asked me where the optimism went right right and it was like at, well to an it is back to an extent but it was also i think i finished the week saying they needed you know you don't yeah. want that you don't want this to get to seattle Kevin. You did not want to start this week with lose to Florida, lose to Winnipeg, and then oh maybe you can beat Seattle. Kevin, no, you, Kevin, you kind of wanted a statement.
0: Kevin, they're six points clear of a playoff spot. I know.
1: Well, and there's and only
0: was, and there's only one game in hand for the Islanders. The, um, so it's not even one of those. Well, situations. there's there's
1: I don't want to jump
0: too forget far ahead. The devils, because, they suck. <laughs>
1: I'm not going there yet. <laughs> the devil's got Jack Hughes back this week. Yeah, I, I just want to see what happens, but I will give you this. And this was the benefit because the flyers haven't exactly. I think, I think on set, like it kind of hit or miss with their schedule this year. It's been weird because sometimes they, you know, the flyers usually either have a lot of one o'clock Saturdays or a lot of sevens, and it's really no in between. And it's been right. kind of a healthy mix. The benefit of them playing at seven on Saturday of this week Was that the Islanders were already done? The Islanders were done before I left to go back for the game. I went to like I went to morning skate, which by the way, morning skate for Saturday was an optional. And boy, we did a lot take the option. If you know what I mean, or not not take the option. I mean, because because five guys got on the ice, and if if you want to know, if you want an idea of who the backup, three guys who didn't play in the game, and Noah
0: Cates. Okay, and you know what. let's talk about Noah Cates a little bit because we brushed by that ga- the game winning goal in florida
1: yeah no that's a but fair point boy, I, didn't even, I didn't mean to even segue into that like that boy yeah.
0: what an individual effort that play was to and stay I, with it yeah the, the travis connect play was really nice the pass from joel farabee the little backhand forehand beautiful little move but the individual effort out of noah Cates on that goal my goodness my goodness that was I, well a I, as we
1: as we progress through the week, because we're certainly going to get here when we get to the Winnipeg game, too. And then and then obviously the Seattle game is going to be this way. But I think I think Noah Cates scoring that goal because it started with, like you said, it starts with Travis Konechny. And you're kind of like looking around going like, OK, yeah, I mean, the best player on the team is going to have to be the best player on the team for this thing to kind of get going. Right. Sure. And then and then Noah Kate scores and it's like second goal of the year hasn't really contributed in that way much this year. That's what you need. You're going to need those guys, and that beca- that's going to become a heavy theme as we go through the rest of the week. Because
0: and and it, was it the starts kind of effort. with effort. Yeah, and it's the kind of effort you get from guys who have completely bought in, who are completely committed.
1: I'm gonna and I'm gonna tell you what else matters in that situation too, because this is also a recurring theme from the week for the for, for a good for the most part like i'm going to kind of try to rack my brain a little bit more on the the game against winnipeg to kind of remember each individual goal in that situation yeah. but i know for every other goal that i'm thinking of from noah cates through through the, and and within the within the game against seattle look at how each player who scores in that situation because of the fact they're not travis connect me essentially look at how each player reacts to score a nickel like noah Cates yeah. was pretty much out of his mind for not only scoring for the first time in what feels like forever but it's a big goal oh huge goal. and game winning goal so, right well eventually you're not, you're not you're not right. thinking that three minutes wow. into the third period but it's, the,
0: it's but the goal that puts you in the lead
1: it's the goal puts you in the lead yep. but for him i'm telling you right now that reaction had nothing or had very little to do with Indian it took like, the lead. that okay. that is I did something to help this team in this particular way, not, you know, not the defensive sure. play, not winning a face off or something. No, scored a goal. I could only, only offensively. his second. And, yep. and I'm gonna, you know, and I'm fired up about it. And, and in fairness, too, like, you know what's really cool about a situation like that is that Travis Konechny's on the ice with him in that moment because they, because they did run 11 7 in that game. Yes. And, um, so they're rotating the lines all over the place. And Konechny is, Almost equally as excited, you know, for the other guy scoring. Not this is you know he scored twenty four of these at this point. You know, no big, you know, kind of no big deal, so so to speak.
0: Um, But getting the kid, getting the kid one, you know, the guy who hasn't had one in a while, the guy who needs one. Actually, I
1: lied. It was twenty three at that point, by the way, because we're going to get to the twenty fourth. Yes, (laughs) but you get the point and. But this is a guy who scored a second. And, and and for what it's worth, by the way, a guy who didn't lack in that department last year. Like, he had 13 goals last year. We were sitting here in the offseason talking about, hey, is 20 a possibility? Like, that would be a nice yeah. step up. If you got 13 as a rookie, 20 would be nice. And I know that the the injury hurt him because he missed yeah. a lot of time. But now what you would have you would, loved to see him get on the radar and do is... You know, especially at the time of the injury, if he didn't have just one, like if he had three or four at the time of injury and comes back and you go, OK, can you get to 10? Maybe. Sure. That would be nice, you know, to kind yeah. of get close to give you an idea that, like,
0: listen, if you had played the full year, you would have made it maybe to 20 or at least 15. And at this point, you're kind of looking at him and going, well, if you can pick up a couple of more and end up six or seven, that'd be awesome. And I'm not even you know what? No, because and, this that, point, and that's setting the bar pretty high. Bro, well, bro,
1: I was going to say at this point, you're not even putting a number on it.
0: No, no, no. At this point, you're
1: at this Just point, you're looking skin. for well, because you you know what else it is too. at this point, you know, who's contributing with regularity, who's not and where it's going to come from. And sure. and when you get a goal from Kate's, it's great. You know, like, of course, you take them every single time. It's the same way that, you know, depending on, I guess, depending on the situation when you were winning games in different seasons or whatever, like. You like, you know what? I equate that to to an extent, also, like. The last time that this team was really kind of deep into a playoff run. Okay. You took every Tyler Pitlick goal you could get because oh, it was yeah. like, because it was, he's not expected to, but when he does, this is great. Look at where they're and, getting scoring from. It's and not, man,
0: he, he put up a couple of big ones. He had some so slick
1: offensive ability, you know. Yeah. Like it wasn't like he was completely inept in that department, and was like, you know, you're just the penalty killing defensive specialist kind of. No, I like you
0: Tyler a lot. He was a really nice
1: player. He's he's hung around too. Like I give him credit. Like five years later, sometimes guys like that don't stick, right. you know. And can you? And for for all I know, too, like the way that everything went with all the COVID seasons and things like that,
0: I oh, could have so easily. Many...
1: Right, that could have easily cycled him out of the league.
0: So many guys just dropped in and out of the league because that was those were such a weird. Couple there's a of few, years.
1: Guys, but there's a few guys who you look back on, and they might not have even they may not have even been flyers at the time. Like they might have been former flyers already that have hung around. That you're like, good for that guy, you know? Like, Absolutely. like I thought that the I thought that the other or like Tuesday, the starting goaltender for Florida coming out of the break is Anthony Stolars. and you're like, you know Stolarz. what? It would you know? It didn't work out here that, you know, the injury history and all that type of stuff. It didn't work in Philadelphia, but good for him for still having an NHL job.
0: Tyler Pitlick, by the way, has four points in 34 games with the New York Rangers this season. Good for him.
1: You, well, and you know what? You said 34 games considering they've played about, what, 51? Yeah, he's played you know, most of them. It's yeah. like, all right, you're mostly involved.
0: On a, not, team, like, on a team that has a shot at winning a cup.
1: On a team that's got really good depth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like. It, for sure. So, like if
0: they win the cup, he's getting his name on the ring. Here, he's getting his name on the cup. Yeah. If if like, if the Rangers is the Tyler cup, Pitlick, right. Man. Yeah. Good, absolutely. Good for Tyler Pitlick, man. Like, sure.
1: Like, and it's, and that's every what i saying. These guys, like, guys that. That, it's those guys that you like. You sit there and go, listen. If you've hung around and had a decent career, good for you. Sure. You know that you've actually been able to, make, like, like I, I this wasn't even a team they played, but I, I I actually well, this is who um no 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 I went to this one after the Islanders because I watched the okay. tail end of the Islanders game, then I flipped over because r- other. Red Wings and Canucks went to overtime and, and you're oh, watching as the Red yeah. Wings game goes on, you're going, look at who's running the show in goal for Detroit. It's Alex Lyon,
0: Alex Lyon,
1: you know, who, again, like who did the same thing with Florida last year,
0: flyers, backups of Christmas past, like it is, crazy. but Lyons turned
1: himself into a reliable NHL goaltender. He, okay.
0: I will die on the hill that Alex Lyon should have gotten heart votes in 2023. For the run he had with the Florida Panthers, forgetting down the stretch, basically carrying them into the playoffs, dragging them, kicking and screaming into the playoffs until they, where they, they, they all then got ended up together. going right, and then like, sure they dumped him for the guy who's making $10 dollars. Million, $10 million. I get it, fair enough. But that run in the regular season, man, Alex Lyon, come on. Somebody give him a third-place vote. I'm not saying he deserves to win it, but somebody toss him a third-place vote. I somewhere. hear you.
1: Well, anyway, so so where we were going with this, was, right. I don't know how we ended up talking about 20 other teams and other goaltenders and whatnot. But so you brought up the, the playoff standings and how the, and the yeah. way the point shift was. The benefit of the Flyers playing at 7 on Saturday was that the Islanders played early. Okay. And I mean, they weren't alone. I mean, you had a lot of games that were also actively going on while the Flyers played. But that was kind of the big one because the Islanders were the next team in sure. line in the Metro. So you were, you're looking at them the closest. And and I didn't even really keep track of it because I was kind of back and forth throughout the course of the afternoon on Saturday. So I didn't see like every ounce of this. But once I actually had a chance to like check on everything, yeah. I open it up and it's and it's under like I think it's, it might have been three minutes left. Like you're getting into empty net territory. And the Islanders are losing four two. Yep. And you're like, oh, okay, then this is looking the window of decent. opportunity is open tonight. Yes. You know, like the Islanders just invited you in. You know, here's an open invitation to gain two points if you if you find a way. And and they ultimately well, did. And then well, you take the other. I
0: was going well, to say let's let's not gloss over the Winnipeg game. No, no, no. We I don't, don't want, really want to. Want I'm to just I just was
1: kind of that. getting it to that point because okay, yeah. Cause, cause Saturday was going to be the day where like, you know, as, as always Saturday is the day whenever, cause it was still a light schedule even on Thursday. Like there were only seven games in the league, which, you know, and, and not any that like, not really any that had major, major playoff implications. I mean, well, no, actually I shouldn't say that. There were, but like you had the same thing happen. It was some of them win and some of them lose. And it's kind of like the balancing act. Like you take the ones like, like on Thursday, Washington lost to Florida, as we already mentioned, and the Devils lost to Calgary. Calgary, by the way, I guess, you know, Calgary should be the Flyers' best friends right now. Oh, uh, they're it, doing this week is gone.
0: They're doing, they're doing,
1: work. well, they're doing right from the Flyers standpoint, they're doing work great voice. work is right. Um, and, 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 and then on the other hand, Carolina beat Colorado pretty convincingly. And mean, the Carolina island
0: is, is not losing to many teams these days. Right. And they're well, just not. <laughs>
1: No, but you know what? You give them a, you, The thing is, is that you give Carolina, or you give the team playing Carolina a shot when it's like Colorado. Colorado, you know? yeah. But Colorado hasn't looked really good coming out of the break either. Like Colorado, sure. all of a sudden is totally a different team than they were when they came into Philly. Right. You know, to an extent. I mean, but and then, they'll get it back. But and but the, the Island- LA- and, and the Islanders, by the way, that night beat Tampa convincingly, also because okay. Tampa, had, Tampa had played the night before and just. I mean, let's just wait. I could tell you what that game was going to look like. Yeah. Well, the second that they weren't rolling Vasilevsky out for it.
0: Absolutely. But then um, in
1: a back to back and they looked sloppy.
0: But then, like you said, Saturday, you know, the NHL kind of actually they got a a real chance to kind of roll out their best uh, media day. First, you know, Saturday off in a while where you could kind of get in there and get some games on ABC Uh, and they let it off off with St. Louis Buffalo.
1: That maybe maybe that one looked more attractive when they planned this out at the beginning of the
0: year. When I mean you it. Expect Buffalo to be a little bit better than they were, and maybe even St. Louis too. But well, and then you followed up with. Washington I mean, I don't know what you, Boston, or what are you tra- What are you
1: trying day? to say that Seattle being close to a playoff spot and the Flyers being in a playoff spot would have made for a better put this one on TV versus the stream only
0: well no no I'm not actually I'm just talking about the fact that like you kick off your media schedule on Super Bowl Saturday right like the Saturday of Super Bowl weekend interest in sports kind of across the country is at an all-time high because there's Mm -hmm. been conversation about it for two weeks Mm-hmm. and you have an opportunity to really put out a good quality game, and other games you had today included... Um, you did put I mean, have Bruins on TV, but like you could have put Avalanche Panthers. Well, the, the, before, the timing would have been... Yeah, you just move the game to make it, make it earlier in the day. Any of these, well, games I don't, could have I don't, see, it, I don't see any
1: reason why you t- you know tell me how Detroit Vancouver is a bad matchup based on right. what happened. Maybe at the beginning of the year you weren't thinking much for Vancouver right. or maybe Detroit for that matter, but that but turned out like, to be a good game.
0: Even Devils Canes or Maple Se- or Maple Leaf Sens, like any of these games are better well, Maple, than
1: well Maple Leaf Sens from an ABC standpoint. That was the hockey night in Canada. Game. Okay, so I wonder fair. if that's fair. the reason for that, but I can't help, I can't. Defend the Carolina, New Jersey one. Right. I mean, like, there's no defense for that at all. I mean, you knew that was going to be a great game. But outside of the fact that you were, like like I said, that you were already lined up to stream only for the uh, now, Flyers the game went, and
0: Kraken, the game went 1 nothing to overtime. So I don't know how, I actually don't know how good the game was. But
1: uh, I did, was your, I mean, the Devils play like that typically. And then Carolina just followed suit. Oh, and, and for, no, and for what it's worth, by the way, you had another spectacle with that game because that was the throwback night for Carolina. They yep. were wearing the Whalers jerseys. Like, yep. come they on, wore the,
0: they wore the Cooper in in warm ups. Like, yeah, that was pretty sick. That was sick. All right, All right. Uh, All right. Uh, let's, Back to let's talk about that Thursday game. So, yeah, you, you, you come out and beat Florida on Tuesday night coming out of the All Star break. You know, a case scores your game winning goal, and then you, yeah, very out- much
1: a um, very much the term I would use is very much a playoff style win. Very. Yeah. I mean, that's exactly your goalie was great. You got a clutch goal from somebody you don't necessarily expect it from, and you had to hold on at the end to an extent. But like, that's and how then, the playoffs are going to look.
0: Absolutely, and then they roll that playoff style mentality into the first period against the Winnipeg Jets and quite frankly, bowl them over in the first period. Uh, well, I want, I, I want to make goals. an interesting. Yeah,
1: so I want to make an interesting footnote right off the bat because obviously yeah. the back the backup was playing for
0: Winnipeg. Yeah, um, and Lorenz right. has been great.
1: Yeah, he's and he has he has been. So I'm not yeah. taking like like to be honest. You're looking at this going the games he starts. They still normally only give up like two goals a game. So like yeah. good luck. You know you're gonna have to f- figure some stuff out. Now I found this immensely interesting because now I don't know and I never I don't know if I ever like if there was ever an answer that was actually given for this. Connor Hellebuck was never on the bench for the game. Interesting. The entire game, and I I didn't realize it until I had, I, I when I've been in the press box, I've kind of I've put like you know, an air like AirPods in and kind of have like the right. um have the broadcast streaming over my laptop so that I can kind of
0: hear yeah, they, they did mention it.
1: And they brought up about, yeah, but they yeah, and okay. they, they brought it up like maybe halfway through the first period or something like that. And I'm and like,
0: never touched it again.
1: Oh, yeah, well, no, right. it, but that was the, it, it it didn't matter. They didn't have to it called it called to my attention anyway. Okay. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have really been looking at the Winnipeg Jets bench otherwise. Especially and the I goalie, look, the back right.
0: goalie area.
1: And I look over and I'm like, oh yeah, he's not there. Okay, that's interesting. And then, and then of course,
0: it was kind it was, of funny sit, seeing a player sitting on that stool. It, it was. It's pretty. It's pretty it's, amusing.
1: And then it's three nothing after the first period, and you're going, maybe, like maybe they do something. And then you look over nah. and you realize no, and you realize at the start of the second period, he's still not there. Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, Brusaw's got this thing no matter what.
0: And, well, and I wonder if Brusaw had that thing no matter what. He might have but it was just, and it would just why... been interesting
1: because, you know, they would have looked that direction. Right. And, 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 and Hellebuck
0: and, and, just decided not to get dressed because well, he didn't feel like it, worth, he wasn't playing.
1: I don't know. And for what it's worth, Hellebuck had started, had started the first meeting between these two teams. So you kind yeah. of tend to lean that direction anyway. Okay. You know, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's like, you usually see patterns like, oh, this guy's going to start again. Like, like everybody knew Harrison was getting that game. Right. Because Aarson shut him out the first time around, so it's like, yeah, of course you're getting Winnipeg. Of course you're running that back, right? Yeah. And and for what it's worth, by the way, so let's go to.
0: He almost did it again. Let's stay with
1: the first period for a second because three, you know, they score three goals. They started off pretty quick. They get a goal off the rush, Tyson Forrester from from Ryan Paling. More on him in a minute. Um,
0: More on him in a minute. Oh yeah.
1: But but Forrester obviously get like it was because Forrester had scored two goals against. I think scored two goals against Boston, and it was the like they were. Basically garbage time. Like, let's be real. Like, once you're scoring after five nothing, like no offense, but they don't count for as much you're in that sense. Like, up. like yeah. you're not exactly and Forster to his credit wasn't like fired up like yeah, whatever. Like he was way more obviously way more fired up about opening the scoring in a game than than you're you know, hey, so I scored two on. goals yeah. when it was five nothing. Yeah. Um but they, you know, but that was the only goal for a little while. And then they follow it up really. Oh, and by the way, this, this is, fu- this is a fun factoid of the night because you're all star six minutes into the game. Just decide, like, just decides, you know what, without hesitation, the gloves are coming off. I'm fighting a guy because I didn't like what happened with what, what, like what happened when, when he made yep. contact with me. All right, fine. And the only, the only trade off there is it means he's not playing for, for a minimum of five minutes. Cause they yeah. stay in the box until the next stoppage after the fight time is over. So like you're sitting there going, all right, that's not ideal. You don't want to take your best player off the ice for that length of time against right. Winnipeg,
0: your best player, your all-star your, right. or, you know, right.
1: So what happens when? So what happens when he comes back? He, he scores, scores a goal. Well, he scores a goal that deflects off of the player. He fought that probably is going wide into the net.
0: It's the most Travis connect goal of all time.
1: It kind of is, yeah.
0: It's the most Travis connecting goal of all time because it took a little bit of skill, but it was also him being a dick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate where you're going with it, yeah. Respectful. And, no, and then, no. And then what? And then what happens? Two under two minutes to go in the period. He gets the assist too. He he completed the Gordie Howe hat trick in four minutes and eight seconds of ice time. It's
0: that, it,
1: it, it might be it might be among the fastest, especially when you fight first
0: right uh like, and if was... you, like like
1: there's an extent there's an extent where you know if you need the fight you could just get the fight out of the way like that's yeah. the only thing that's left like i'm uh, talking hey, about like, you go out, oh, like well like what if he scored the goal in the time frame that forrester did 337 into the game and then right. what if you eventually get an assist at the 14 minute mark and you have the two points that you need and you go all i need the fight so the very next shift i'm just picking one
0: somebody care. give it like, to me yeah right
1: i'm just That's picking cool. a fight with the first guy i see i don't even
0: care i want to fight Pick a guy, the smallest right? guy on the ice and just go hit him
1: and and it, let's be let's be real it's not uh, for, his, me, you for know. well for his chippy of a player and his you know as much of a rat and a grinder as connect is he's not out there exactly picking fights every day no no it's no so it was a little bit unusual to see because you're like a, walk a, over to somebody
0: and just confetti gloves just was, was oh really i know. The, the, yeah. Out of, out of character well, for well, him, but not in a bad way.
1: Well, and the interesting part was, is so they're only leading the game one, nothing at that point, And it's six minutes in. Yeah. And he starts with kind of like the slashes first, where it's like, I'm I'm just trying to get your attention or whatever. And in my head, I'm kind of going, dude better be careful because you don't want to give them a power play. Like, right, stupid, I understand you didn't like, I don't like, here, I understand when calm. you didn't like what the guy did, but you don't need to, to take a penalty there because you didn't like it. And that's what it was starting to head towards. And just uh, the, the thought barely had time to enter my mind before both players had gloves off and he really chucked his. And you're and like, were all right, never mind. We're just going. All right. Okay. More power to you, I suppose. The funny part was is that, okay, so beyond the first period where they play great, I mean, I have, what is it? They outshot Winnipeg 13 to four in the first period. Okay. Oh, so straight up dominance. Like oh, yeah. once you got this, especially once you got the second one, You know, you finished the period strong and, and everything's great. The one thing I will say about the end of the first period, and this, I think it feels like it's a precursor for what's to come. They're up three, nothing. They've just played a great period all in all. But with 10 seconds left, Sam Harrison, who had seen three shots the entire period, has to basically make a toe save. Yeah. And he does. And you're like. Wow, the guy has barely seen any action all period and he's making a save like that. That's pretty and he's
0: that like sharp that's... in that moment. Yeah. Right.
1: And it's like, well, that's that's a big save because obviously you you want to take three-nothing to the intermission, not three-one. You don't want to give him any signs of life in that final ten. And before right. you can even blink coming out of the gate, again, it's barely two and a half minutes into the into the period, the second period. And Travis Konechny, who's having a night at this point already who's had more action already in the first period than most people have in one night. Right. Takes another penalty. Yep. And again, there's an opportunity. The momentum could shift right there. It's early in the second period. Winnipeg is by the way is not playing with the roster that they had the last time you played them, which was minus Mark Shifley and minus Kyle Connor. They are playing with everybody.
0: The full compliment. plus Sean Monahan making You plus adding Sean Monahan, yeah. that's
1: fair too. And what happens and what happens right off the face off Kyle Connor and Josh Morrissey run into each other. The puck sits at the blue line and here comes Ryan Paling
0: off to the hilarious.
1: and Paling, by the way, Paling, by the way, very calculated enters the zone and uses Morrissey as a screen, puts it between his legs, scores shorthanded, which one of the things, one of the things we were all kind of discussing after the game was over, by the way, and this I think is kind of true. I'd have to go back to actually look up exactly when it was like to look up each one of the shorthanded goals that they have. But we had even said been a little bit since the penalty kill contributed in that specific way. Okay. You know, like the penalty kill had still been good, but when was the last time that they had a shorthanded goal with like some meaning behind it? Because obviously like they didn't score shorthanded against Boston. You know, they just lost that game. They got shut out by Detroit Tampa wasn't one of those games. You know, Tampa, Tampa, if nothing else, Tampa you had a power play goal. Yeah. That kind of got you back into it. Okay. How about the, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking at the Ottawa game. Nope. Ottawa they scored three times. They had two power play goals in that one. That was kind of the crazy power play situation. Right? You know, so like you're digging and and then, you know, okay. I just went through. I'm I'm still going through. Right. Like like I may have to go back to and even then it didn't happen so I went back as far and I'm just leaving it at this I went back as far as the Dallas game that capped off the five game winning streak they had not scored shorthanded in that in that particular time frame I'm wondering if maybe they had one against nope they didn't have one in St. Louis either so I'm thinking it goes back to like
0: no I I could have told you they didn't have one in St. Louis I know I was just (laughs) trying to go
1: through like from my own recollection here they almost did like, I'm pretty sure I have to go back to, you know, I, you know what? I think I know when it is now. Okay. If I'm just looking off the, off the cuff here. Cause I don't believe uh, like again, Winnipeg, they didn't Minnesota. I don't believe they did. Cause Minnesota was the one they had to rally back from the three, uh, one deficit in the third period. So they won it on a power play. Right. I think it was Travis connect game winner against Calgary on January 6th. Wow. So that's Where what I'm saying. They hadn't come through with a shorthanded goal. Like the penalty kill is still playing well, but they haven't right. done that in basically a month.
0: And that tie and that goal still brought them into a tie for the league lead in shorthanded goals. I know,
1: and well, and very briefly, by the way, we'll get I... to that later. But, but, and at that point, okay, it's four nothing. So you're gonna naturally kind of relax a little more until when winter- because because let's be real about what that all also- like Winnipeg by the way outshot the Flyers fifteen to three in the second period. So one of the three was the oh, shorthanded goal.
0: Yeah, score right, effects but, took over for the rest of that game.
1: Well, but but the thing was is that from my vantage point, anyway, we con- we came away with from that from that second period. Yeah, they had 15 shots, but how many of them were really quality? Like no, there wasn't a lot none. that was like, r- like
0: the Flyers like the it, Flyers were doing a phenomenal job of controlling play still.
1: Well, like like you- they they get when you give up a shorthanded goal when you're already down three nothing no less. You saw the drop, like oh, for yeah. the next few minutes we don't have a lot of energy
0: because especially on the road this,
1: now. Now this feels like oh great, like the one opportunity we do have to get back in this game. It's three nothing. Score a power play goal. You're t- then you have at that point they score a power play goal. They have what would have be plenty at that of point. time.
0: Thirty. You minutes. would have something.
1: Well, I was say thirty five minutes at that point because be within minutes. the first five minutes so you would have thirty five minutes to figure out a way to get two more, and right. you have something on it like because because that's what that's what also creeps in too is as the period's going on and they've taken nineteen shots and Sam Harrison has stopped all nineteen. What do we have to do to oh, beat no, this guy? And all by oh by the way he, you didn't score on him in Winnipeg either. It's we can't score on this, this guy.
0: This guy's unbeatable. <laughs> yeah. Right.
1: Well, like what are we supposed to do? We can't score on this guy.
0: This guy's got our number.
1: Right. So. But the third period, and they didn't get outshot nearly as bad. Like ten, they it was You're ten right. to five. But they did. They really sat back. The chances weren't like there, there or whatever. And I guess they had two in the second period to a lesser extent. It started right. there. And and okay, they gave up a goal. Kyle Connor scored with like five twelve left or whatever. So it's like, all right, you know what. Not really as big of a deal. it just it, it just took the one last element of drama out of the game that that Sam Arison wasn't going to complete the seasons series shutout on them. Oh, it would have been so you know nice. you you let suppose what you were starting to think once it's under ten minutes to go in the third period, you're re- like you're definitely thinking and, and the and by that point too, the game is pretty well in hand. I mean the one thing I will say is right after that goal was scored by Winnipeg, they came back with another really good shift and you're like if they're hey, not hey. careful, it's gonna well. Like if you're not careful, it's gonna be a two goal game again. And guess what? They're pulling the goalie. Right. Oh and yeah. When they do, and when they do, it's like giving them a power play. So be ready because they're coming. Well, especially considering the fact that the Flyers have had games not maybe not that late in the game, but they've had games where it's like you've been down and you found your way back into games. Don't think it can't happen to you. Like what you can do to right. another team can happen to you if you're not careful here. So. Detroit, they do, they, they You've had it happen. But, yeah. Right. But Winnipeg doesn't score. So the final score is four to one. And you would think that, that you would think you would think. That that would be a very satisfactory result. You know, like that you're you take some satisfaction in that result. And the room was kind of we can't play need. like we did the last two periods, or you know, like so good, good we good got though. the win, but but uh, yeah. but we're better than that. And you like seeing that. You like seeing players like kind of own or whatever, but you kind of also in the back of your mind knew what was coming because why do the players feel that it wasn't good enough? Because somebody else didn't feel it was good enough. So after a four, (laughs) I can't help laughing over it. It's so funny. It's just, it's just funny. After a four to one win, we got 65 seconds of John Tortorella. Hey, who from who no who started the press conference off with no words what 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 did you see out of the final two periods nothing
0: holds up the old donut
1: that is john tortorella in a nutshell
0: yep how and, on earth do you quote that
1: oh you don't you just describe <laughs> it for people and and even then the thing that you have to like about what what that situation does is, like, yes. Listen, as I'm walking out of the press conference room that night, you're going, "Well, that was like, yeah. Guess what? You know what? Torts just gave you nothing. Like, same really? same thing. Like, like, like. As much as the hand gesture says it all, and and for what it's worth, it wasn't the only hand gesture this week either. <laughs> We're gonna yeah, get to that wrong. too. Um, but as much as the hand gesture says a lot. You're sitting there also going, like, well, that's great. You know, okay, they won four to one. What do we get? The coach was still pissed off somehow. But there's an element where it was, he, what does that tell you? He's if the satisfied. last two periods, well, no, if the last two periods of a game has nothing to do with not being satisfied, they mm-hmm. won the game. Yes, yeah. you win the game four to one. If it's not done up to the standard that you've set by now, you're still getting that reaction. I don't Absolutely. care. That it was a 4-1 win. I don't care that you were up 4 nothing, you know, 22 23 minutes into the game. Don't care. All
0: you right. either you finish the finished, way you started. Yep. You finished like garbage.
1: Or you're or you're yep. going to hear about it because yep. that's not that's not the identity. That's not especially when okay, first period back after the break in Florida was not very good. You were on your heels, you were, you were lucky to get out of that thing down one nothing. What'd you do over the final two periods that allows you to win the game? You played to your identity. You played like you've played all year. And, and another team who, by the way, and this is something we, I don't even know if we mentioned this when we talked about the 40, a team that you have not played yet, who hasn't seen what you are, just got a full healthy dose of it over the last two periods. Oh, this oh, is yeah. how they play. You oh know? yeah,
0: the, so the Philadelphia Flyers are cutting a little swath through the league. I'm telling you, man, they, you you don't want to run into them in the playoffs.
1: Does anybody want to play
0: against this team for 4 to 7 games?
1: And every team for what it's worth will sit there and say I mean like obviously and and this is the thing too. Winnipeg comes away from that Thursday game and goes we could you know, we could have done more. The opportunity sure. was there because of because of how everybody felt the last two periods went like that's why Tortorella is acting the way he's like he, his response basically is you're lucky it wasn't closer like I don't care if it was a 4-1 win and the goalie plays well and this that and the other like your goalie was your best player yes when it came down to it you started this thing off 20 minutes in they had given up four shots you gave up 25 over the last 40 minutes and only took eight. Yeah, that's not good. That's enough. not going to endear yourself to the coach after a performance like that. But usually when they play to their identity, the responses you see from the opposition are a lot about like, this is how they play. They're physical. They're, you know, they skate well. They have, you know, they're they're fast. They're in transition all the time. They're aggressive. Like, every team's come back saying the same thing. Every single one of them. that they, This is how they play. And, man, you know, like even the teams that ultimately over the losing streak beat them pretty handily mm. before the Boston game, Jim Montgomery's out there telling you about how boy, they're really good in transition. We can't be like, we can't have lapses. They're going to get right. us. If we, if we, if we are not on top of it, like we've got to be in control of that. And ev- so every team is every team in the league is on notice to, it's going to be physical. It's going to be fast. They want to catch you in transition. They want to be aggressive on you. So they're going to use that to their advantage. If and if they play like that, they're beating anybody, literally anybody. That's why they've won against top five teams in the league multiple times over the course of this stretch. Absolutely, you know what I mean? And top 10 for that matter, yeah. too. Because, like, I'll throw Winnipeg back
0: into it with, yeah, like, Winnipeg you know, slip, yeah,
1: well, slipped a little, but like, yeah. yeah, but but again, opportunity. That's why the first period was so critical. Look, they they come in with a losing streak. The last time you saw them, it was. They were on a winning streak. Well, a massive one and point yeah. streak and, it's, and in their building. And you're like, just battle, you know, if you're going to win it battle. And, and, and that was the one that we also had kept saying was a scheduled loss because you just grinded out. Minnesota mm-hmm. had to come back from down two goals in the third period, had to win in overtime, played extra. Yeah. All right. Good luck with Winnipeg. If you don't win it, we understand.
0: Right. You're kind of in loss. You're, Crossing the border, traveling to Winnipeg overnight, one right. night. Yeah, it's awful, awful.
1: Right. So, so now take that, and the resp- and the reaction to they won four one, but nobody seems satisfied by it in the slightest. Which is, I mean, look, that's a good thing, I guess. If you don't like yeah. the standard, what you're playing to,
0: you, and they you go and play, and they your go team into, to expect more,
1: and they go into a game against Seattle and. This is going to be one of the things that I love about this game from 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 the very top because because I I I don't make it over to morning skate
0: very often but Seeing I went to morning Dave Hackstall again.
1: <laughs> what is
0: the thing I don't that, look, that, I don't that, have? The, that's your favorite thing about this, right? Seattle comes. To no, town, it's you get not. To see I don't even bu- I don't even
1: bump into Dave. <laughs> okay. Um. So I don't get over to morning skates very often, but I did for this one. So that means that I'm sitting in on. Tortorella's press conference in the morning and for for a change by the way because Tortorella has kind of pulled back on the you're not getting any lineups out of me kind of thing anymore which by the way is just on schedule for January February and they're in a playoff I
0: I cannot wait to see him when, when they get to the playoffs he's gonna be a delight to the media it's gonna be great yeah
1: anyway um, I didn't even think about that part until you just brought it up. Thanks for that. Um, You're welcome. I was, I, was start, I I started my Sunday nightmare off fuel
0: for the next two months.
1: Yeah, I didn't say I started my Sunday off in a good mood. Um, you no, anyway, get nothing. So, right. <laughs> so, we actually got more nothing, lineup information roots. out of him for this. Well, right. <laughs> Thanks, Willy Wonka. Good um, day, sir. Yeah. So. We actually drew more lineup information out of him for this game than usual at this time of year. But but the lead in is who's your goalie? And this time it was going to be Cal Peterson, which we had like I had a feeling and I told we actually talked about this last week, I think, to be honest, that we were like, there's going to be one. And I kind of I I guessed between the two and guessed wrong. I picked Monday. But whatever. Okay, Saturday. Yeah. Either way had a funny feeling he was getting one of them cuz cuz a they got to give him work and b Absolutely. you're not running you're not running Harrison into the ground
0: you can't i hope not
1: right, right. like you need to know when to pick and choose your spots so they pick him and here and so i put it out there right on social and here come all here come all the people loss cal peterson's in goal
0: loss he's garbage
1: so i kind of love that like the game starts and he's looking all right he you, know, not, pretty, see, you know, pretty not seeing a not not a lot of shots, but he's looking all right. Yep. And they get the lead. And the second that he gives up a goal, they get the lead right back. Yep. And then they hold the lead. And and the second that they tie the game on a fluky goal, no less, that's not even his fault. They score again. They get the lead back. And then they finish the job. And oh, by the way, look at what Cal Peterson did in this game. It's not a lot of shot volume. I get it. So it's a team effort to hold or to hold Seattle to 19 shots on goal for the game. Something Absolutely. that by the way, something that by the way the Flyers had not done pre- like Sam Harrison in the two games he played, you know, for all of the stuff over the losing streak, he got that save percentage back up. Yes. A tick with these two games, you know. You know, that so that that's all well and good. This became Hey, you know what happens when the Flyers have a lead in the third period and they just clamp down on teams and, and all of a sudden there's not a lot given up? And and then you look up at the end of the night and you go, Oh yeah, the opposing team barely broke 20 shots. Yeah, right. Two shots you know, in the third you period. Know, you know, normally on a on a, on a typical night, thirty, right? Yep. Like if you're giving up thirty, you're like, yeah, that makes sense. No, no, no. Yeah. How about nine? How about nineteen?
0: Right. You know, and, right
1: back, right back on par with like when you were winning a bunch of games, and it's like, oh yeah, by the way, the other team barely got anything.
0: Right, and you got one shot in the third period, thirty six seconds in, when Jared McCann scored, and had one other shot in the or two other shots in the period.
1: No, it was no, Sorry, they one other two shot in the period. period. Right,
0: it was two for the period. In, in, hello, and you took the lead back five minutes later. So for the last fourteen minutes of that period, Seattle's mm-hmm. down and only managed one shot. If they didn't manage it before that, I don't know exactly when that shot. I came.
1: highly doubt it. I don't recall. I, I, I assume. So I as highly all, doubt it.
0: One shot. That's a Dave Hackstall team, baby. Let's go. Well, we you knew what You knew you were getting that. I
1: mean, you knew you were getting. There's an element where Tortorella's brand is that too. I mean, it's it, it's got some you know, it because it's defensively rooted. It's going to be boring <laughs> at times. but i I never mind boring like I, and this is this would be me taking the coach approach. Boring is never a bad thing when it w- results in wins,
0: oh man. see, i'm I'm just dreaming now. I, I've brought up fantasy fantasy hockey playoff matchups. and John Tortorella and Rod Brindamore. No, come on, man.
1: Are you saying that because that's what it is right now, too?
0: Well, right, and I'm thinking about it. You're talking about defensive styles, and I don't necessarily know if that works out in the Flyers' favor because Carolina. Well, I want to. I want to pull
1: back on that though, because like, yes, it's rooted defensively because that's Tortorella for you, like obviously. But the aggression isn't boring. Oh, the aggression means you're a team that. that, that, No, I'm saying the aggression is you're on the rush a lot.
0: There's no team in the
1: league league this year. Better at creating basically creating rush opportunities than the flyers. And then they score on a bunch of them. Like that's, um, that's what I'm saying.
0: It sounds like optimistic. Kevin is back.
1: Well, just because what was this though? That's who they've been. And that's why I said last week, as much as there was some pessimism involved, they've earned the opportunity to come back from the break and
0: and stick and it boy to everybody. Have they. And boy right? have they! Well,
1: yeah, you know why, or not know why, but yeah, but boy have they is right. You know how I know? Okay. Scott Lawton scored a power play goal to open the scoring on Saturday. What does that reaction tell you, though? That reaction is is that this is you know we know what we know where we're at now in the season. I'm fired up to do something like that. It's time to
0: go. Oh yeah and, and, like, and uh, this, is the, aren't this is the other part this is the other part but... know this game's on national tv they know this is an espn game well
1: na- national tv to an extent but yes i get your espn
0: point. plus hulu it's it's a nationally featured game
1: how about that okay nationally featured i'm saying you know inevitably there's always people who hit you with the what channel is it on
0: it's on you hulu know. it's 2024 if you don't have espn plus oh just... you should
1: well, just well, just wait until uh, anyway. Other, moving on. Well, I know, just wait until that announced um, or supposedly announced um, gigantic cable package. Yeah, is that it, it, what it is? That's what it essentially is. Yes, but you right. know what it's I mean. cable. Just waiting, <laughs> but just waiting. Until, wait until that becomes like the direction that they force everybody to go.
0: I know. Just back to pretty cable, much, but more expensive. I know.
1: Probably. I don't know. Uh, yep. Conversations for another day. So yep, Seattle yep. ties the game ties the game in the relatively late in the first period too by the way and your response oh and by the way the reason why the flyers go on a penalty kill after this is because they challenge right it was it was close it might have been offside i didn't see from my look at the replay i know what they saw to challenge it i didn't see enough to feel like it was getting overturned
0: right well and they've been good enough this year that i'm you know i'm not willing to bring up a problem with it it's not a huge deal especially when your penalty kill is as good as it well, is well that's an interesting frankly. point because
1: that was something that charlie o'connor tweeted afterwards which was you know maybe part of the reason is that if it's close and you think you have a shot to win the We're challenge just go for it because your
0: penalty kill has been so
1: good you might score anyway
0: yep and if the nhl ever adopts the uh the pwhl the power kill rule where oh scoring the P- a yes. goal. Scoring a shorthanded goal and the penalty challenge, everything. I'm every <laughs> sure, enough. sure enough, I know. Guy, a guy in on a, on the red line from a, can on I, a breakaway all by himself. Can, uh, offsides challenge offsides. Can I, yeah.
1: can I add in how much I love this shorthanded goal for what it was? Because all Garnet Hathaway does is chip a puck out of the defensive zone, basically from the face off dot.
0: And Ryan throws it the other way, the thing takes a nice, it.
1: the thing takes a nice, friendly bounce off the boards and basically lands right on Ryan Paling's stick. And then I had to go back and watch it a couple of times to see this, because it's not something that you necessarily see from as far away as I'm looking at it from upstairs. Because you're just watching kind of puck movement and things like that and, and sure. seeing what else is coming, because you were looking, you were looking for his help. You were looking for like, you know, is the past there kind of thing. Right. He's looking at Sean Walker coming in on the rush the entire time. And then all of a sudden just goes, nope, turns his head and shoots all in one motion
0: practically. So it was a stellar play out of Ryan Paling.
1: So Joey Decord, who's like, who's been great, by the way, this year, he's basically saved Seattle season, giving him a shot to even make the playoffs. Yep. Isn't ready for it. And it goes right through the five hole. Crazy. And, and that, and then, and there you go again hailing another shorthanded goal, two straight games with a shorthanded goal. Now they're up to 12 on the year. By the way, I think that I think on the ESP, like this was again, it was, it was the ESPN plus game. So I think on the broadcast, they said that was that's already one more than they had in the entirety of last season.
0: I entirely believe that. Yeah.
1: And we're 53 games into the season and they have 12 shorthanded goals. By the way, I wonder if that also, I mean, I don't know how often they're going to score for shorthanded for the rest of the year. Don't get me wrong. Of course. But for a stretch, that, there was a um, chance that they were on pace to break the record for shorthanded goals in a season. The record is 22 really? in 86-87, and they're up to 12. Now, I know 10 at this stage of the season, 10 more is a lot. Sure, But for a little while, they had something like, I think they had something like 7 in the first 21 games. Or something yeah, they like
0: were that. insane for a couple of weeks there. It right. was bananas. Uh, but I believe Travis Connecting still leads the league. Does oh, wait a not... minute. Hold
1: on a second. Am I? No, okay, that's not. I'm sorry. I was going to say, okay. is that the NHL record? Because that, like, it showed up with an NHL worker thing. No, the NHL oh, record no. is the 83 84 Edmonton Oilers, who had this is insanity 36, 36. in 80 okay. games. Like, ridiculous. Yeah.
0: Um, I mean, they were playing against plumbers. Like, let's be real. And they by had the way, but,
1: By the way, for what it's worth, because all of the t- top shorthanded goal seasons, Are all in the same era basically all in the 80s basically i bet no and then all of a sudden i'm looking down this list here's a total oddball for you okay the 2005 2006 ottawa senators had 25 in 82 games what yeah oh like okay i'm not even like i'm not even kidding you when i tell you there's not another season on this list that's like later than 95 96 that's that's, that's even top. relatively close to the top.
0: And the first post-lockout year?
1: Yes. Well, you know and what? then all of a sudden I you see. 05
0: versus... Think about that year. I, I know. How many to... damn penalties were called that year? Sure. Uh, How okay, many so times were they shorthanded? That... No, I'm not asking you to actually look it up but I have to imagine they were <laughs> shorthanded more than any team in history.
1: I hear you. Um, all right. Well, I don't want to spend too much time on I want to finish off with the game. That makes more um, sense. They were the, uh, criminals. So the Gotta. third period, the third period when they give up the tying goal, by the way, yeah. which I said fluky because it hits off of Sean Couturier's stick. And it was basically a self deflection. Yes. Funky. So, so five minutes later, he gets one that really counts and scores the eventual game winner. again, really good celebration yep fired up apparently apparently after the tying goal torts was in his ear a little bit as okay. you would expect yep and so we you know we brought up about the reaction the body language on ice and torts just in the press conference just goes oh yeah that was f you to me and and doesn't hesitate <laughs> to to throw the middle finger up in the process yep it's and by the way I don't I uh, while I'm speaking as we record this I will say it that way because I don't know if it'll last this way it's on youtube go look it up
0: on the flyers youtube page go
1: look it up it's there we were, were like like honest to god i i i went to um you know we were going back upstairs and my response to that is all right you know because sometimes he says something and they're able to cut out what he says or whatever right they, they uh, edit, so, I'm, uh, so i'm like yeah. i'm like good luck editing that one
0: yeah that's a tough one he you just either... straight
1: up on camera goes uh-huh you know, yep. straight up, I'll I'll do this in the best way I can on, on ours. Just it's straight so up goes, just straight up goes. You know, bang. Right. You know,
0: out there, we love John Tortorella. He. I know, <laughs> we, know, talked, I know we talked. I know we talked about
1: What you is him... what you get.
0: Yeah, and I I know we talked about him potentially being a little bit ornery come playoff time, but when he does speak, and in you general, know, you know, it's to good.
1: He's... But but this is the thing about it. Like, why was the Winnipeg response the way that it was? Because he's going to pick his spots to tell everybody, uh-uh, I don't care what the score said. I hated I, it.
0: I didn't like the effort. I'm telling and they, you, and they hated it. And you know
1: what? I'm not saying a word to them. They know it wasn't good enough.
0: Absolutely. Let, let's see what happens
1: next game. What yeah. do they do the next game? They went out and they had a really good first period. They played really well at the start of the game. And then yep. they finished it. close, Much closer to... You, you went from playing two periods and surviving the first and finding a way to win, playing a great first and not playing well for the final 40 and finding a way to win, and then playing much more of a 60 minute game as cl- much closer to one to finish it all out. And you Absolutely. know what that means? That means that you're taking. You've come back from the break. You've won three straight. The standings look the way they do. And you're on to next week
0: you start to roll forward yeah and and we look ahead to we got two game normal games to preview and then you know one that will put a little spot a bigger all, one so, right
1: so let's right. start with the so, normal ones and i i always yeah. arizona is very much the same spot that seattle is in this that like
0: they need yeah i get what you're saying arizona is getting knowing. more desperate yeah, and I and I get what you were saying about not knowing which goalie was starting because you didn't know if they were going to give Cal Peterson Seattle or Arizona. Uh, I wasn't sure either, and I kind of also thought it was Arizona. But I guess it makes sense to give um, give Peterson the Saturday night so that um, Arison can have a couple of days off, play against Arizona, have a couple more days off. You know, maybe well, the- you probably don't play Peterson in Toronto, but you think about oh, it. Oh no
1: no 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 no. Um, you don't think so. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely not, especially while they're sure. while they're going right now. Like, okay. I think this was very well, first of all, by the way, and again, I, I only saw the video afterwards. I didn't go. I wasn't at the practice on Friday. But if if you wanted like a hint, I kind of thought there was a hint given in terms of. He, Tortorella said something along the lines of Cal's going to play. I know when it is, you know, and and at the very least, like you knew, OK, probably one of the next two. Right. I get that. But which one is it? And and listen, maybe the, maybe he doesn't know the answer or the answer is different. If they didn't win the first two games out of the break, like we had talked sure. about, like maybe, you know, hey, listen, you're going to play Seattle. You kind of need a win to kind of get this really get the thing back in the rails. Then it's Harrison and right. you'll save Peterson for Arizona. But if not, I think what it set yourself up to do is. You actually gave Arison a break in the middle of a bit of a busy stretch because there's yeah. it, they, they're playing like the on again, off again kind of schedule right now to start this thing. And what you're and setting yourself that you still up got to, two
0: points out of that is huge.
1: Sure. And then you're setting yourself up for. OK, so now Arison hasn't played since Thursday. So he comes in, plays on Monday, two days off, plays Toronto. And then naturally, you're going to give him Saturday.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You
1: know, he's getting Saturday and then he gets three days off.
0: So he can, play, he can play Chicago, and then you'll split the back-to-back. Somebody will get somebody. So,
1: I I'd be willing to bet anything that it's Arison Saturday, Peterson
0: Sunday. Probably, but we'll the get Peter- there when get we get there. Peter. Sure, we'll but, have another show between now and then to talk about that.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> um, well, and for what it's worth, too, and I'm check I'm checking this just to see because I'm not a thousand percent sure but i wanted to see okay no so never mind Harrison didn't start either of the games so i wasn't sure if Harrison had started against one of the two teams they're playing coming up i knew he didn't start against seattle mm-hmm. um because that was the whole um he had played the night before against vancouver and then left with dehydration okay so i knew he didn't play against seattle but d- did he play against arizona and that's why just so again familiarity it probably doesn't matter to be honest like We're at that stage of the season, but nonetheless. So you've got an Arizona team that I feel like you've got, again, similar opportunity like with Seattle. You have an opportunity to take advantage of. Toronto will be a test. We know this.
0: A huge test and probably a really fun game.
1: Sure. And you know that they're not going to be allowed to kind of think ahead to what's coming beyond the Toronto game.
0: They have to keep their heads in that game.
1: Well, I, I, I also think... There's there's also an element where and I love the fact that the schedule plays out that there's three games after Saturday or three days off after Saturday, because what that says to me is, is that you're first of all, you're only going to play two games over the course of the week. You have four days where you don't, which is great. Like you should be well rested coming into that game to begin with. And you can basically spend yourself in that game and have some time off after the fact before Chicago to be like, this is a show like it's not just your average game. It's a big show.
0: Let it all throw it everything all into this
1: thing. Go out there because like some, there were a couple questions asked, I guess at the Friday practice about that, about this, I guess we, and we really don't have to talk much about Arizona and Toronto. I guess we really should just jump into the, yeah,
0: areas. yeah, yeah. um
1: About the outdoor element and all that stuff. And Tortorella is basically like, don't care. Don't even want to talk about that. We just want to win the game.
0: Sure. He's just looking I at that an opportunity to get two points.
1: No, but I love it. Sure. And, because, because and even a coach at who's the been end of the day, too, as long as
0: Don Tortorella has, that's that's all he's gonna say. Well, because also know.
1: at the end of the day, too, this is gonna be—I believe this is the sixth outdoor game the Flyers have played in. They have uh, something like that. They they've, they've to, lost. To be fair people. though, not
0: too many players on the current roster. Oh no There's no been no! A no. lot and of I, turnover sure. even since the the twenty nineteen Stadium Series.
1: Well, even down to you ready for this one? Cam Atkinson has only played in one outdoor game in his life. Nope. It was in college. Wow! So he's never played in one of these NHL games like this.
0: You're telling me the Columbus Blue Jackets haven't gotten picked for outdoor games? No, they have not. Kevin,
1: <laughs> okay. but nonetheless, but yeah, but but nonetheless, like if if a guy like that's on your roster and hasn't, like, like you've got guys who are sitting there saying Mark Stahl's the one who's telling them how great it is to play in an mm. outdoor game because he has, like right. everybody else, like Cam York. Don't know what it's going to be like, but we'll find out. You know, it's going to yep. be interesting, right? Like guys like that, like Joel Faraby
0: hasn't played in an outdoor game. Has he
1: not one with fans?
0: Ah, uh, because well, it was a Lake Tahoe game. Right. So a the couple Lake of them Tahoe will game, have yeah. that. God, that game was atrocious. Oh, my God. But
1: like, you've got to go back to, I be- and I believe this is a, a relative, like to be accurate with it. Scott Lawton played in that stadium series game in Philly. Travis Konecny did. Tom um, obviously. Yeah. Um, But there's not a lot.
0: I mean, I'm still so mad about that. Like uh, that Salt Lake, uh, Salt Lake game. That yeah, like Tahoe know. game. That, that's uh, the one. That the whole forget. team. The whole team had COVID. Uh, that's
1: that's the one that people forget. Yeah. Because well, because also you like it, it, you didn't go to it. This is it's an event. Yeah. So that's you know and it's interesting like now all of a sudden like i don't know i think that there might not have been as much buzz for this if the week started the way that the pre-break end, you know ended True. because like like now all of a sudden you're sitting there coming you know it's it like we're here oh yeah within a week this is happening
0: this and, is our last show before the stadium right. series. we'll be back next week you'll be i'll be talking to, to you from hotel a hotel across the street afterward yeah right and, and like, it's completely snuck up on everybody.
1: It did, but at the same time, like it's great to see that they've played three games that they've gotten the result in again to keep this whole thing going. Because now, like, let's put it this way, you know it matters. Oh, yeah. If if you're like, what did you hit what did you hit me with earlier in the show? They're Which six one? points good on a playoff There's spot. Six points clear. So guess what that means? They're gonna get to Saturday and they're gonna be in a playoff spot. So the game can't, matters. Can't
0: fight with that. Can't no, argue the that. The game matters. And and the Flyers are in a better playoff position than the Devils. Who would have right? that guess, coming it was into it, the you season? Think, guess what?
1: It actually maybe matters more to the Devils because they need points.
0: Oh, they need points. But uh, so do the I, Flyers,
1: and they know that.
0: I will also be interested to see just kind of uh, looking forward to the Sunday game on that same ice surface. I'm curious to see how the ice holds up. And I know there's games on it all week. And I know that, you know, well, like, not
1: game. no, not games. Well, there's practices well, I, all week. But
0: no, no, I mean like charity games and men's league games. Um, they rent out the ice pretty frequently at those events. I know they did when it was in. I Philly. don't
1: know if they do it as um, much before, though. That's okay. usually an after thing. Oh, right? uh, okay, well, fair enough. let's put this way the rink is still being put together as we speak. Okay. And then there's practices as soon as Thursday. So. Mm. I don't think there's a whole lot going hold, on with they that. They hold
0: that for afterwards. So. Right. Okay, well, then, for then, afterwards, then but, I will be curious to see how the holds up in that second well, game, especially I will you... if it is in the middle of the afternoon. Because that game, the second game is scheduled for a day game, is it not?
1: It's, yeah, three o'clock. Now, okay. I will give you this because obviously I'm concerned with that because I'm going in that general area.
0: Yep.
1: Friday will be... Friday is a high of 41 degrees. So by the okay. night time, by the night time, by the way, it's dipping down to 28.
0: should be totally fine.
1: This is, well, this is fun. Now it's, this is supposed to be early apparently, but there's a potential, apparently there's potential for an inch of snow on Saturday during the day. So it wouldn't be during the game time. It's only a 40% chance. So let's not
0: hype up oh, too much. That'd be fun.
1: And again, as we speak, like that changes. But what I was more concerned with was the high temperature on Saturday is set for 36 degrees nice which for an outdoor rink you might not get more ideal than that that's and, pretty solid and yeah. if the weather does not present as last stadium series that we can remember did rain it really messes with the way that the ice probably holds up you're in a much better spot i think that this has potential to be really, really good weather conditions temperature-wise for the ice surface and should deliver a quality product then.
0: Yeah, and a little bit of snow wouldn't hurt anybody. It, it, they could clear that out enough that that... Well, they'll they'll
1: take scary. care of that. Like, they'll yeah. be monitoring that throughout the course of the week. Like, let's just wait. Here's something that I know is going to happen. They are getting snow earlier in the week. Okay. Like, there's a, a storm that's supposed to come through. It's supposed to bring probably, like, not, like, terrible amounts, but, like... A couple like, inches. <laughs> especially up there like okay you're going further north you know so yeah but we'll see and yeah hopefully this time around unlike some of the other ones that the flyers have played in cuz most people don't have great memories from the outdoor games the scenes are great like the scenic portion of it is great but the results haven't typically been good other than one
0: the the 2019 stadium series is a top 5 flyers game I've ever been well, to in my life. And I
1: got to experience that one and I obviously will be experiencing yeah, this one too. I I'm very excited to be headed up there and see what the see what the viewpoint is like and hopefully hopefully it's a little bit better than it was when it was in Lincoln Financial Field. I kind of was watching from the highway last okay. time. <laughs> um so and and not to mention the fact that as the weather hit like good right. luck again like I I would love nothing more than a clear night that just allows you to see the rank and
0: everything like that. So, well, I I hope the game goes well, and I hope you have a good time up there. But uh, oh, I'll tell be... you
1: about I'll tell you all about it the next morning. I was going
0: to say, and we will be back to talk about that next week. Uh, in the meantime, follow Kevin's adventures up in North Jersey at Kevin underscore Derso on all the social medias. Uh, make sure you follow him on, on Instagram too. We're doing a lot of doing a lot of good stuff over there. Uh, we're make sure to follow the show everywhere too at ywt podcast find us everywhere you find your podcast including sportstalkphilly.com all right kevin we're out of here we got three games this week stadium series on saturday we'll be back next week to talk about it it's playoff time baby we're out of the all-star break the flyers are winning ah i'll see you